I will. I know. And that'll bother me. So for any one of you who are listening at this moment to What Happened to Us, episode 57. 57. I believe 57. Uh, there will be a little back feed, maybe, for those acute of listening. For those who aren't paying attention, won't, won't hear it. So just laying it out there. Now they're all going to hear it. They'll be like, fine. I could have gone the entire one time not hearing yeah. it at all. Yeah, I know, but I'm going to hear it the whole time. We could have addressed it at the end. No, yeah. no, no. We're not addressed it at all. Well, I can always edit that out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. No. No, why would no. you? Because, uh... Now you have fun hair. Do I? Oh. Yes. No, it looks good. It's good hair day. <laughs> it's good hair day? Looks, looks good, good hair. I'm, I'm, working, I'm working good things. Looks good. Uh, so I booked my vacation for the summer. Oh, where's that? Uh, the typical East Coast journey. Mm-hmm. How long? Um, I'll be gone for two episodes, essentially. Wow. So we'll have to pre-record them? Uh, if we want to, or we can just take a break for two weeks. Maybe we should take a break. <laughs> we for haven't had a vacation. No, we've done this pretty much for every week. Yeah, we have. So Can you want to just play reruns? Uh, I could do that. Just throw on that uh, the live one? I, ooh, ooh, <laughs> throw on back the, to back week. I think the rerun should be the first one, our pilot, and then the, the live one. Oh, maybe, two, all right. best, two best ones. Oh, if I only kept the really crappy version of... Episode, what was it, oh, three five. or four or five? The one you canceled. The one I canceled and then re redid. It yeah. was not nearly as good as the first time. Why did you totally get rid of it? Because it was that god awful. Like this back feed that we can kind of mm -hmm. hear was, you couldn't hear anything. It was like me trying to dampening all the sound, but it's still. This would be the only time it'd be a good time to be a hoarder. Yeah. Uh, and, I, I have every other episode. I still hoard everything. I know. And to our loyal listeners, if you think that this is awful, which I don't, I don't blame you. Uh, imagine Hugh thinking this is good and that was awful. So that must have just really, really <laughs> it, been it, bad. It, it was a good time. I, I was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was it. We had uh, not fi figured out all the kinks of the, still the show. Work, still working on still it. Still working on mm -hmm. it. We'll later. by 70. I don't, oof, I don't God. think so. Christ, please, no. I'll be surprised if by 300. Well, I, I plan on quitting after 69. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. If you, if you walk out being like at episode 69. Be my big finish. Have you ever truly enjoyed a 69? No. no. Yeah. It's, it's just a fun number to make fun of. It is. I haven't disliked it, but it's like it's not the end all be all. Because I feel like the, the whole point of like oral sex is to like, is to lay back and enjoy it. Yes. You know, it's like that's the one time you can really just be like, oh yeah, please just, I don't have to do any work. Like, on, on both sides, for men and for women. So why the fuck do I want a 60... Why do I want to work while I'm, like... And, and a blowjob is a job. And I believe that cunnilingus is a job, too. Like, there's some intricacies down there. Much more intricacies going on down there. Yes. Yeah. There's one. Many. Right. But there's a large and a gag reflex. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, right. That's, I'm sorry. You're still a virgin. 40-year-old-ish. Mm. Almost there. Almost there? Almost. Almost there. What are you turning 39 this summer? When? When? Is August. August, right. Mm -hmm. What, 18th? August 18th. Okay. Eight, one eight eighty. Yep. That's right. It's all full of eights. All eights. You should be having better luck with your life than yeah, you really are. I really should. That's true. I mean, Wait. you have abundance of other things, like ailments mm. <laughs> sarcasm. What? None of us have sarcasm in this, on this table. What? Speak for yourself. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it turns out a couple of us are a little fried out mentally at this moment of recording, would you say? Yeah, I'll uh, get it. Oh, I'm, are, uh, you, are you well, fried out? Oh, I'm definitely fried out. Yeah. I'm at like a, a boiling point of anger and rage right now. Ooh, what happened? A family shit. Oh, fine, So. Fine. You know, it's that level of uh, I want to murder people, Oof. which I won't, I but it's a... Especially since now you've put that on a error. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's well, incriminating. Yeah, so, well, what are you going to do? Well, lucky for you both, I'm in my prime. There we go. That's mm -hmm. that, It's been a while yeah. since, yeah. since you've been coming in on, coming yeah. in hot. I believe I was called effervescent last week. By who? Steve. I, we're going to have a discussion in a couple of weeks, Steve, about this uh, complimenting Nate thing. Yeah, he's really sucking up to Nate. Well, they become Twitter friends. Oh, yeah. yes. So they have that going for them. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I um, have a, a two two um, things to mention about other podcast. Oh. Uh, just a brief one about Avocado No. Mm-hmm. Um, with the 4th of July and barbecues coming up this weekend, I just want to put out a warning to anybody that should invite me to one of their barbecues or parties, and why would you not? Have you met me? You want me there? No, we don't. But should you offer me something with <laughs> avocado in it, other than guacamole, I'm just wanting to warn you ahead of time, I will drop the dish. I will pick it up and drop it. I will walk out with your dog, and I might set fire to your car. <laughs> so I'm just warning you ahead of time. Don't offer me avoc- avocado. Was my dad fixing the car? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> and then another update to Formula Fun. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, big race this weekend. And a very, very surprising finish. Lewis Hamilton came in fifth. <gasps> what? Yeah. And uh, Bottas, but I can uh, Bottas Bottas came in third. So Mercedes only placed one. What? Verstappen came in first. What? Uh, Leclerc second, oh, and Battelle yeah. fourth. Um, Hamilton hit a bump, and his front wing got loose. Mm-hmm. So he like lost all downdraft. So that's why he came in fifth. Oh. I mean, the only way that he can not win is if there, something happened to the car. And then they had to. Uh, did he pit? He had to pit and they had to place the wing. There was no penalty. He just said it took a while to replace the wing. Mm. Okay. He still got back to fifth. That's impressive. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I, I, I can visual, like, visualize what happened. And at the same point in time, I'm like, for him to finish in fifth is still impressive. Mm-hmm. Because you take, what, one pit maybe? Yeah, one or, yeah. Yeah, one or two. Yeah. Two most. Two, two most two's if something bad happens. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's, like, it's usually just one pit stop, which kind of takes away the art of the driving because the pit... Like yeah, that's NASCAR. What, that's what makes NASCAR so fun. Because yeah. you have to pit more often. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and usually uh, Verstappen, he's he's very good, but he's also young. Like Le- and Leclerc, Leclerc is young too, but Verstappen is a bit more. Um, he drives like a boy, I would say. Like in this fact, like he'll take more risk and he'll yeah. he'll and he'll like he'll like push it a lot more. So the fact that he didn't fuck up, honestly. Yeah. Like is well, good he, for him. He came from behind. Leclerc was Leclerc was about to win. It oh, would have been Leclerc's shit. first ever win. Oh. oh, that sucks. Yeah, and I like Leclerc. Yeah, so that so that's our Formula Fun update. I sadly don't have any Gilbert and Sullivan updates for this week. No. Um. Yeah. We leave that to you. Any you guys have any fun Fourth of July plans? No, and no, I have none. No. No. You probably guys, go to the pool. Your pool? Yeah. That's that's festive. Uh, no, it's not. It's just. I have no idea what I would do. I mean, I don't. Do, do we? Do I celebrate tax dodging day? Well, you're not a citizen, so what do you celebrate? I, exactly. Anyway? So <laughs> we can celebrate. Yeah, as I do every year. I'm actually. I'm starting to f- my paperwork actually. Oh, you are. I are am. You? I am. So I can leave here. Fair. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's so, fair. Maybe I probably shouldn't air that either. So you can come and go. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you can have that in and out. <laughs> exactly. The good kind. Yes. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, if, if you go back to Britain, where their Trump is going to be prime minister. Oh, God. And, and he's, a prof- he's a professional politician. Yep. And he's an effing moron. He is a moron. He is. But what's scary about him, though, is he's, he's kind of smart. Do you know what I mean? Like, he has a bit more of an education that he uh, uses. He just uses it for evil. Yes, yeah. As all the... the yeah. The, Trump is a, is a complete idiot. Oh. He is stupid. And people give him... And I gave him a little bit of a... Uh, I tried to for a moment. I was like, well, well, maybe he is smart. Maybe this... No. He's a moron. He is a fucking idiot. He's, but he has surrounded himself, and not with smart people necessarily, but evil people who know more than him. He has not been coming in hot with him trying to build up this this party for him. This Fourth of July this, party. This Fourth of this sal- that he wants people to pay for. A salute to America, as he calls it. A salute He's, to him. His, his buildup over the last week. His uh, well, first there was the t- well. First off, the thing is just Stupid. the worst, dumbest idea. I love that people are just referring to it as as his little dick energy. Yes. Oh. Um, He's the first off, like over the last four days, he's just been tweeting nonstop about it, trying to get people excited. Nobody's excited. Um, the first, his first misstep was last, uh, what was it this weekend when he started bragging about all the tanks, the new tanks that are mm-hmm. going to be there. He said there'll be new Sherman tanks, new Abrams tanks, the best tanks you've ever seen. Of course. Um, Sherman tanks were built for World War II and have not been built since 1945. Ah. 
and it stopped being used in the 60s. Abrams tanks were sort of still making, were really just retrofitting old ones. Um, so that was fun. No, there you go. And then, so he has no idea what tanks are or about. Oh, and the fact that the tanks can't really be driven on the streets because we'll most destroy of, them. The, bri the bridges over the Potomac can't hold that weight. Right. So they'll literally go crashing into the Potomac, which is perfect. Isn't there supposed to be a storm or something? Yes. It's supposed to be raining too, which is awesome. Because the blue, the blue angels, angels blue canceled. Out. Yep. Already? Well, then uh, that was another thing with the planes. He was he he wanted like all the different branches to basically be showing off everything they have. Right. And one he wanted the Blue Angels who fly older. They yeah, fly they, older F-18s. Yeah, right. But he also wanted the new F-35s to be flying over as well. Mm -hmm. And the F-35s are supposed to be the pride of the military right now. It's the most expensive plane ever built. Yeah. Um, they it's called the F-35 Lightning. It's the stealth fighter that um, doesn't work. Wait, it's like, how, it's how are like we going to see them? They're invisible. It's considered the biggest, one of the biggest boondoggles in that's military history. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. Is That's the plane that way back when he actually thought was invisible. You can't see it. Like, so, he, like, he, like Wonder Woman's plane. Yeah. Yep. So we could still tell him those are flying overhead. That's true. And he'll have no, no idea. Mm -mm. Oh, that, that'd be good. Yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm for that. Just have loud speakers underneath yeah. the seat. Yeah. Just play a lot of FX. Yeah. But it's, he chose, the, but it's, the weird thing is, is that it's, the planes, like, doesn't work. It's the most expensive ever built. It's costing more money than it ever should. We can't use them yet because they don't really work. So in, it doesn't really show off the, you know, the pride and force of the U.S. military. It kind of shows off incompetence. Yeah. And the waste of money. But yeah, I mean, it's an incredible plane. It has so many moving parts that it makes sense that it's hard for it to get it right. But it's not the plane we should be showing off right now. See, the thing is, is that, is that, People who like military parades, like, I like a good parade. I mean, like, I, I, I like parades. Parades, for some reason, make me cry. Granted, like, a, a good commercial can make me cry. But, uh, but military parades, in particular, are really just for, like, uh, toddler boys yep. to go, woo, and small-dicked men, yep. which are basically one and the same. I, if he's not standing in front of the moving tanks and, and everything, like wearing Hugging it, them. Well, no, just wearing a uniform with like fake award, like dressed like Gaddafi. I mean, if I'd you. I'd be shocked. Yeah. I mean, if you don't already watch, uh, Bill Maher has been really big on the, the list of things that come down to like being a, a dictator. Oh, the, we're there. The, the, in, and we're basically there, like now having the fact that he is not dressed yet yeah. as Gaddafi. Basically, it's like the only thing kind of holding us or back. Or maybe maybe wearing like a nice slimming thing, like Kim Jong Un wears those like those like slimming. those like uniforms. It's kind of slimming. Yeah. Oversized suit yeah. is his look. Yeah. The uh, there was somebody I, I for life me can't remember. I think it was one of his sycophant um, GOP follower, like Lindsey Graham. Kong. No, it was it was a lesser known. So I think it might have been. I didn't recognize the name. Gates. No, no, no. It was a name I didn't recognize. Like somebody from Congress, or it could have been somebody, one of his spokespeople. I don't know. They tweeted about it, talking about how. You know, like, but kids love tanks. And, you know, as an adult American, I like I like to see tanks, too. It makes me feel proud of our country, which is just absurd. But then all these military folks have been coming. Actual retired military have mm -hmm. been like, this is the dumbest thing. Even mm -hmm. one was a retired. The Pentagon doesn't want to do this. It's a, it's a waste. They're, they're diverting money from the National yeah. Park Service. That, that money was earmarked for renovations and repairs to the U.S. parks that were caused by the shutdown that he caused. Right, and which also helped fight Forest fires, yeah. wildfires that destroy big swaths, especially of the West, but of the country in general. Like when people are talking about, oh, why don't we sweep up the goddamn... Rake, rake. Rake, rake our forests. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, A, we don't do that. B, but also we don't have the money to do it because we're too busy doing military parades. Yeah. Well, A, military parade. Yeah. The, um, uh, and then, it's a birthday thing, isn't it? His um, birthday party? Not his birthday party. No, he... I'm surprised he hasn't taken... Well, he probably has. Well, because I, I think he would tweet it. He hasn't found a way to lay down somewhere near the Washington Monument in the perfect position to make it look like the Washington Monument is his dick. Yeah. Well, he uh, could lay down on his back. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you can round off that tip. Make it look like Toad standing up there. You know what I'm talking about. I know. But, yeah. but you, my point being is like... We'd have to get like a Mario Brothers parade. I don't know. He doesn't want a toadstool dick. He wants a Washington Monument dick. Yeah. There's the only way he's going to have a bigger dick is by laying down and putting the Washington yeah. Monument there. Uh, oh. His uh, his big tweet today because now it's now he's taking the brunt for the cost of it, which is something he ignored before. Was uh, his defense of it today was it's actually not going to cost very much because first off the fireworks are being 
um, donated. donated. And he keeps naming the companies. So these companies are getting, I don't know if it's the publicity they want, but they're getting a lot of publicity. And then he said, then he said, uh, but, and the tanks and planes we already own. Oh, the boy. only thing we're paying for is the fuel because he understands how machines work. He thinks the only operational cost of a jet plane is the gas. He honestly probably thinks Air Force One costs taxpayers only as much as the gas right. you put in it. He, because, he, because he does not know how to run businesses. No. Mr. I lost a billion dollars over 10 years. Yeah. Like, this is, it's insane. Like, also, these are also people who are normally would not be working yeah, the, this day. Yeah, the military are pissed about it. Yes, that is a day off for them. That's a day that they should have off, and they don't have it off, and that's bullshit. But also, this whole thing about free publicity, I fucking hate that shit. When I used to be in sales, especially when I worked um, in stock footage and stock photos, there would be companies like that. Uh, remember Extreme Home Makeover? So we would get them calling all the time, wanting to use like one of our photos in the makeover, like somehow like, okay, we want to take this photo and we want to blow it up because we like this photo so much and actually turn it into wallpaper and make it like this whole thing. But we don't want to pay you for it. We don't want to pay what this rights managed, not even a royalty free, but what this rights managed image costs. And let's say like for something like this, it would cost you around $4,000 to, to, to buy this image. Now you don't own it exclusively, but it, there's a lot of money that should go behind this. But they're like, but we'll give you free publicity. Oh, that, that line. Exactly. Right. That doesn't, free publicity is bullshit. It, it's, in, it's akin to also when I was starting to do photography and people were like, oh, well, this will be good for your portfolio. I don't need portfolio work. I can go shoot shit all by myself. I was like, I need money. No, no, no. People don't want free publicity. They want money. Like, yeah. we can make mistakes and put them on Instagram and get publicity from that. Thank you, Jared Beckerman, for the song that you have allowed us to use for free. Because we gave you free publicity, by the way. <laughs> That's so, true. <laughs> well, once we get sponsorship, Jared. Uh, we have not discussed that. We have this for free. So mm -hmm. <laughs> now, no. now you have. We can well, make a donation. Anyway, well, yeah. <laughs> I just thought, yeah. How, like, where I was like, eh, <laughs> we've done the same. That's on you, producer Hugh. Well, I was lucky enough to have a friend who had music that he wasn't using. So there you go. It was very nice. Thank you, Jared. Yeah. Once again. And it's great. Mm hmm. When I heard it, I was like, that's us. Yep. The other stuff, not so much, but this, this worked. Mm -hmm. so. And if you'd like to watch tomorrow's Salute to America, um, you have, you're going to have to watch it. Go to cable news, because all four networks said that they're not going to air it, nice. which is kind of awesome. Wait, is it only going to be on Fox, hopefully? Uh, Fox News said they are, but um, ABC, NBC, CBS. I don't think Fox Network just, is airing right. it. Fox News is going to air it. I don't, CB, CNN, it's hard. MSNBC, my guess is no. CNN, it's a, it's tough to say. I would say no, or they might have it on like a little box in the corner. They'll have a ticker yeah. about it. Yeah. Fox News will have it, right? I I'm pretty sure Fox News. I mean, will propaganda. Have it. it might be on C-SPAN. C-SPAN too. I don't think C-SPAN will. They probably don't run anything mm -hmm. on the fourth because they're everyone's on. That's, it should be they off. Just, yeah. So. Just film a graphic of an American flag waving in yeah, the wind. Yeah, I would have some music playing over it. I believe there, there might be some Republican congressmen that are pissed too. They're like, "God damn it! I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be back down yeah, in Kentucky. Yeah. I don't want to be here." I yeah, think I like those people go back to Kentucky. Yeah, that's true. Pornhub is live streaming it, I believe. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. that should be good. Uh, you know what? It's hosted by Stormy Daniels. People want to masturbate to that shit. Fine. Whatever. I think a lot this too. Is, the uh, that's you're supposed to celebrate England's big loss, big taking that big L the way Americans should barbecues and mm -hmm. setting off your own fireworks, blowing up your hand or your junk or your junk. Yep. Yeah, doing that. That's kind a of thing. thing. It turns out I did not know people lit fire fireworks on their crotch. Uh, this is we we. It's a very Stevo thing to do. <sighs> Agreed. We voted in a reality TV star. Well, you guys voted. Well, yes. not you guys, but no. yeah. the Americans. The American people did, so of course they know how to put a Roman candle in between their legs and blow their junk off. Well, we used to, I mean, it, with me as kids, I knew people, I had family, friends. We would, nothing that dangerous, but you know, yeah. you do the old, you, you launch um, bottle rockets out of a, a wiffle ball bat that has the hole at the end. Right. And you hold it like a gun and it fires off because mm -hmm. uh, but bottle rockets don't backfire. Roman candles do. Yeah. Like, that's why you hold a Roman candle yep. way out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we used to, we, would, we had some big fireworks stuff back in the day. It wasn't legal up in where I lived, up in, like, St. Louis County. But I have a lot of family out in um, 
a different county where it's a lot of farmland and and you can shoot some fireworks out there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's shout all out, your shout right. out to Hillsboro, Missouri. Love oh, that. that's Love the it. Hillsboro that's popping up on the. Uh... Hey, it's, it's where one of, one of our best loyal listeners, Christina, is from. I, lo- I love it. It's Hillsboro's a great place, wow. but but fireworks are more legal there than they are in the city. In like because of you know, I zoning. like how it's like more legal. Yeah, <laughs> more legal. Yeah, I don't the the degree of legality. I mean, back when I used to live south of the ten, it was not legal, but we never got stopped. No, like we would launch everything we could in the street, and all the families would come out and watch us do it. I and mean, every time the police would come by, they'd slow by, they'd slow up, mm-hmm. and we'd be like, "Oh, we're 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 shut down," yeah. and they'd just be like, "You guys be safe." Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think as long as you're not blowing stuff up, it's okay. Well, we almost did. One of our friends, Lisa, has a great video of one. We had these huge, but we bought the the fireworks from a lady who lived in the house behind us who. Four years in a row, she was pregnant. <laughs> Very impressive. Like every year, it's like we buy it from the pregnant. Oh, and the vegetable truck that drove around also sold the smaller stuff. We bought the bigger stuff nice. from this lady. And then one year, we had um, two friends that were driving in from Texas, and they oh, brought, they they brought, brought a whole bunch real. of stuff. Yeah. Then one year, there was a guy who saw us firing off fireworks. He pulled. He like backed up in his Accord. He's like, "You guys want some?" Popped open his trunk. All illegal fireworks. Nice. What the fuck? Uh, what yeah. The oh, the, you should. Oh, this mm-hmm. neighborhood was something. Wait, you were in K Town, weren't you? No, no, no. It was not K Town. I don't even know. It's technically Baldwin Hills. Okay. But okay. it was like very old part of town, mostly families. Um, I'd say the neighborhood was 19%, or 19, 90% Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the police just rolled up and were just like, you guys be safe. They didn't care. But what I was saying, our friend Lisa, so one of the big rockets we had somehow fell on its side oh, while it was firing shit. off. She has the most, I don't know, I hope she still has it, the most amazing video on her phone of the rocket coming at her and then you just hear an explosion and her going, ah! <laughs> and then the camera goes up like she fell down and it's just looking at the sky. We have, uh, yeah, we are, some of our friends would hook up fireworks to us. We were on a corner, so there's a stop sign out front. And they would just hook up fireworks to the stop sign. At one point, they got really drunk and ripped the stop sign out of the ground. And then we got super pissed because we're like, we're getting in trouble in this. So it took like four of them to put it back. And Mm -hmm. I have this photo off to show you. It looks like the flag of Iwo Jima. But it's these drunk guys putting up a stop sign that they knocked down. (laughs) So yeah, so but that's it's just as illegal there as it is in West Hollywood. But you don't get stopped down there. Yeah. Well, growing up, like... I believe the fireworks were illegal in Fort Worth proper, but you just went over the county line. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh, there you go. Like out where my dad lives. Oh, yeah. You just buy tons of fireworks. Also, depending, like, and also depending where you live, what type of fireworks. Like sometimes, like, small fireworks are okay. Yeah, like yeah. these little ones, but then the, fire, the big, fire, Like the little uh, ladyfingers type things. Yeah. And like little, little sparklers and little yeah, things that'll sure. twirl, like stuff that's appropriate for like little kids. But yeah, those bigger ones, like. Roman candles and other shit that I don't even know because they come up with like bigger names and they're like blasters yeah. and they're like all about like stars and stripes in America. For, yeah, from the I, well, I think one of the ones that was brought from Texas was one of the ones where it's literally like a mortar ball that you uh-huh. drop in a tube and then it just yeah, they're crazy. I'm, I mean, for many reasons, but for this is one of the main reasons I'm surprised I didn't die in my twenties. Just I mean, if I would have died due to explosion by fireworks, that would have made perfect sense. You could have had a really cool headstone with just like fireworks. Somebody, and like he went out the way he came in with a bang. <laughs> somebody, yes. If if somebody reads my obituary and it said was blown up by fireworks, you'd read it and be like, yeah, that sounds sounds like it could happen. Yeah. I, I have not known this Nathaniel. Oh, I have pictures. Um, yeah, I've seen I've seen the photos. I've I've seen oh, the vid- yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen the video you talk of. Cars would drive over them as they were going, and we were we were just scared to death that like one was going to ignite under a car, which probably. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, we were very popular in the neighborhood, though. I bet. Very. One year, we even we did a hot dog eating competition on the front yard one year. <laughs> did not match um, Kobayashi and... Um, Th- Cody Chestnut? Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Damn yeah, it. like, I think our winner got to 12. Still well, impressive. Yeah, wow. so, yeah, we like to celebrate, you know, because, uh, hey, fuck you, Great Britain. Well, yeah. uh, you lost. Yeah. Mostly England, really. Let's be honest. They, as they, uh, as, as people like to say, they blew a thirteen colony lead to an expansion team. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yep. I mean, Screen. I did used to it's always like George wear George the Sixth. 
third, so, third, I have no George, idea. whatever. Third, I don't care. I know your my mom ha- would know. I know my, my mom ha- would know. Yeah, I know my Hamilton. It was George the third. Oh, okay. There we go. I don't. Who actually was? We talked before about like queens that served just an absurd amount of oh, time. Yeah. George the third served like sixty years. He did. Like, yeah. And in that era, like at least Victoria and Elizabeth are in eras of no, not as much war, and they were weren't as there was war, but they weren't involved in the war as much, mm-hmm. and they weren't in danger of being killed. Earlier kings were in a lot of danger of being killed themselves. Right. Whether by murder, poisoning, whether they were in battle themselves. So that's pretty impressive for somebody in late, like, 1700s, early 1800s to be in reigning for that long. I mean, Henry IV almost got uh, swept away in a flood. <laughs> Henry V, while Henry IV was still alive, was nearly, nearly killed in a great battle. Mo- great movie. Yeah. And, and play. Oh, yeah. Uh, movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. All right. Love that movie. Okay, I just like seeing Emma Emma, um, Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson, and um, speaking French, <laughs> and uh, um, Kenneth Brown. Kenneth Brown together, like the early days when of their they relationship. Were together. Yeah, when, it, when you see the old, when they did Shakespeare together before, mm-hmm. you're like, you know, early, you're like, oh, love them, and then that, they had a very acrimonious separation. Well, he, he cheated on her with Helena Bonham Carter, who was also her friend. Oh, like they did. Yeah, they this. did Howard's End together, yeah. and so they were friends. So yeah, it was definitely, an, and I was sad too because I was. I, it's kind of one of those things. Well, well, you're both theater people. I hate to say it, like I don't know, mm-hmm. like if you are with an actor and a successful actor, and especially if, anyway, blah, 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 I'm not gonna blah, stop. It's, stop talking, Stacey. Relationships are troublesome. Yes, there's sometimes you just kind of go, oh, well, he's gonna fuck around. Or she's gonna fuck around. You're gonna go uh, if you're gonna be with them. Probably just gonna be with them. But I like I love Emma Thompson. She doesn't deserve to be cheated on. But uh, Much Do About Nothing is one of my favorite movies. There you go. It's super good. It's super sweet. Um, Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves owns that one. Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah, I don't think he's that great. You haven't lived till you've seen Keanu Reeves speak in iambic pentameter. Yeah. Um, Kate, your Kate Beckinsale is in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, she yeah. Kenneth Branagh and Helen—that's the rumors, at least—that Kenneth Branagh yeah. and Helena Bonham Carter had an affair, and that really, like, Emma Thompson was like, "Are you fucking joking with me? Like, that's that's my good friend, that's our good friend. Like, you had to do it with her, <laughs> with her." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, hello, she then hooked up with Greg Wise, who is, uh, like, not as—he is better looking than Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> he's very hot. Kenneth Branagh was an attractive as a young man. He's an attractive. He's an attractive man. And he's super talented. Believe me, I would work with him in a heartbeat. I'd work with all of them. Um, but uh, I remember watching. Uh, well, I watched Sense and Sensibility a lot. I, I enjoy it a lot. It's one of my sleeping uh, movies as well. And I remember watching that and being like, the first time being like, oh, it's so sweet. And the chemistry between him and Kate Winslet is really good. But also going. I think there's some chemistry between him and Emma Thompson the first, the first time I saw it. And then later on, yeah, they hooked up and mm-hmm. got married and had two kids. And they've been married for like 20 years now. There you go. Yeah. It all works. It always works out. Anybody who's going through some heartbreak or a hard time or has been cheated on or whatever, guess what? It's going to work out. Just think about Emma Thompson. Yeah. She got a younger, better looking guy afterwards. True. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. That was a, quite a segue from Henry IV, but I'm impressed with what we did. We got we snuck uh, snuck Keanu in there too. That was that was impressive. I am FBI agent. Do not oh. mock my favorite one of my favorite movies. Well, it's playing at uh, Cinespia in August. It is indeed. Yeah, I saw that. I'm thinking about so st- going. So, the, so are the original Star Wars movies. Yep. Yeah, but that's at the Ford Theater actually. Oh, it's not at the. It's not at the Hollywood. Oh. Theater. See, they they play them at different places, so you have to make sure. Yeah. Eh. I would go. That's, see. That's, eh. But the Ford Theater is fun too. Yeah, but I've, I've I've seen them in theater. It's like when they re-released them in 98, 97, somewhere around there. Yeah, somewhere around there. It was right at 97 cuz I It was right had, before the prequels. Right. I had a I had knee surgery and I had to be back home and I had to get out of the house. And my mom and I went and saw them. Oh, okay. That's which fun. was nice. Yeah. And we went to the largest theater in San Diego, like the largest screen, mm-hmm. and it was it, it was exactly what you would think when it comes to opening night of those movies where everyone was with lightsabers. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, the good old days of the nerd out level of Hugh. Oh yeah. Uh, very, very much destroyed in the last ten years. So, way, way to go, <laughs> your, sh- your shirts would would I was gonna betray say, you. He, well, yes, no, he, I said he talks about how he used to be a, be a nerd as he's wearing his Doctor Strange shirt. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. I said levels. Fair enough. Like, I, well, haven't, I, I haven't read a Star Wars book in 20 years, so oh, okay. got that going for me. Tell the truth. No, I have I have some. I just haven't been able to, you know, eh. I do appreciate, like, there are some things that, like, we were, you were obsessed with when you are younger, and the obsession becomes, like, less and less, and, like, you just kind of, you still enjoy those things, oh. but they become less. Like, okay, like, reading Star, Star Wars books. Yeah. I used to love, I could not wait every fucking month for my magazines, my fashion magazines to come in. Vogue, especially when I was a teenager, Vogue still, but also, like, Seventeen magazine, Allure, some of them. Like, and I read magazines, but I would say in the last 10 years, not just because of digital, but some of it is, is the internet. I just kind of, like, grew out of, like, I don't care to read. Yeah. 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 I didn't need it. it for so many different reasons. I think some of it, were some holes in my, in my soul have been filled by other things. And other, th- I don't know. Other things, I'm just like, uh, I'm not as interested in it. So as weed more. is what you're saying. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care as much today. Also, also, if I really think about it, I think when I was younger, I was also aspiring to a certain body type, like not wanting uh, to live in the body that I had, and also not wanting to live in the place that I lived. So then once I lived in L.A., felt like more myself, more that I could be myself. So that was part of it. And then once I got myself into shape and started owning my own body, like not being like, why am I so fat? Why can I not eat? Uh, you know, why, why can't I look like that person? Start being like, no, I can look like me, but here's how I can look like the better version of me and yet still eat. Then I didn't need, I didn't compare myself as much. I didn't feel like I needed this. Sure. For what I can't even put a word to it, but I think you guys get what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure Nate had the same idea when he left St. Louis. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, otherwise you would have stayed at Mizzou and done that. Yeah, Not. that's true. Now I, yeah, I wanted to come to better weather. Yeah. 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 Palm trees. Oh. I mean, movie stars. Movie stars. Everybody comes to Hollywood with a dream. What's your dream? <laughs> <laughs> To work the nights yes. of the streets. <laughs> yes, yeah. I get everything from Carol Channing to I forget who. <laughs> I think I even got that wrong, but you guys know what I, I mean. Yeah. I forget it. Like that was uh, get Kit, Esther Williams. who is yeah. Oh God, no, for anyone who's not been to LA, it doesn't work like that as much anymore. No, there are still ladies of the to. night. Yeah, uh, questionable ladies. Uh, they are ladies. They're ladies now. They are ladies. Are they ladies? If they if they are if they say that they are a lady, they are they are a lady, whether they have a dick or not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just want to be mm-hmm. certain. But Just like they are a man, if they've got a vagina or not. That's down on Santa Monica. Yep. And oh, by the shakies. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, especially for a lot of the prostitutes, they used to a little bit farther down. Uh, this is very LA that nobody else would care about, but mm-hmm. at the corner of Highland and Santa Monica, it's now Walgreens. It used to be a Del Taco. Yep. Yes, it was. Del Taco is mm-hmm. where the um, the pimp for a lot of these prostitutes would hang out. Yep. So I, so you'd go to this Del Taco, just try to get you some value tacos. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a poor yep. PA that worked at Entertainment Tonight. I wanted those ninety nine, yep. eighty nine cent tacos. You go in, you see a gentleman in the corner, mm-hmm. very fashionable. Not my style, but very fashionable, and uh, women coming in and out. Constantly, and uh, I don't think Del Taco seemed to have a problem with it. Yeah. But then the Del Taco was knocked down, and now the taco stand across the street is where the business transactions take place. Well, you, are you talking about like Trejo's Donuts? Because no, there's that no, donut. No, type. it's like a, about a half block oh, farther. Okay. Yeah. Now, is his name Dr. Detroit? My God, that was a bad movie. It was fantastic. Daryl Dan Aykroyd has made a few missteps in his career. That was one. Did, have you seen this one? No, I have not. Where he's a professor to save his universe, his college, he becomes a pimp. No. Yes, yeah. it's fantastic. I have it on DVD if you uh, want to borrow it. No. Yeah, it's no, 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 no. Uh, Fran Drescher is in it. No. That's not a selling point. It, it was then. That's fair. Oh no, it's just like risky business, but with Dan Aykroyd being a professor. Yeah, and not as good. But James Brown. Um, you can't just slap James Brown on as a Band-Aid to a bad movie. Uh, fantastic and movie. And that's not a name that you want to... I mean, mu- musical genius, yes, but uh, oh, would he have gotten Me too Oh, Oh, yeah. Oof. Chuck Berry? He, he, got, he, was, he was caught by one of his children opening the door to, the, to, to James Brown's bedroom. James Brown's standing, like, 
over his wife, holding her down, beating her with a belt. Yeah. And this poor child had, it was his mom and dad. Like, James Brown would have been just canceled fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Turner. There's a lot of people yeah, who would no, be canceled back If you now. go back and, like, retroactively do it, you, you'll, you're going to lose most. most John of, Lennon canceled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's why. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway. let's, let's not go down this road so, of, like, So happiness. how about the... The Taylor Swift battle. Have you been following this? Oh my god! It's, it has become. It's separate. It's destroying the music industry. I just. I just was like. I'm only halfway through it. Okay, so please explain. Com- besides, well, comments by celebs. Their their podcast. The girls on there. They like to do these emergency podcasts, and sometimes they're Kardashian related. I'm like, okay, I can't do that. Um, but I was trying to get through the the, the yeah the, this the scooter brawn. Uh, oh, who, who is I have, that, by I the way? T- I have the tea. Scooter Braun is Justin. He came to prominence being Justin Bieber's manager. He brought Justin Bieber to right. Usher. Now, he yeah. also represents quite a few other um, artists. He used to represent Kanye. Yeah. He, does with, he represents Usher, um, Lizzie McGuire. Dem- Demi, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Ari- Ariana. Ariana Grande. A bunch of people now. Like, he's grown. Um, right. But this thing has gotten crazy. The good thing I will say about the comments by celebs one, so if you want a more in-depth in- into it than what Nate is going to give you in just a moment, they they kind of like pieced everything from like all these different articles and then social media stuff. They've kind of like put everything together, kind of like if you want to hear everything up into the night before last. Yeah. So I don't know what to think about it, honestly. I'm just kind of like, I kind of want to go, shut up Taylor although I think there is some validity to what she's I think there's I I don't care enough I only care in the sense of like I don't want to see somebody get screwed out of their stuff because they made a bad deal when they were younger and then they're continuing 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 to get screwed yeah so the the gist of it is is that there's um Taylor Swift's record label it's called well now former it's called Big Machine Records it owned of all of her ma- all of her masters all of her work through the last through the the last album I forget what it's called her new singles are not her new singles are the only thing that she owns so it was her first seven or eight six six albums and they owned it all which is common for people who like musicians who start that young to not like um, Barry Gordy for Motown was notorious for he owned the masters for all his artists so yep. that's why like the Supremes none of them became felt wealthy from that so so big big machine records owned all her stuff but they they had like a verbal agreement that that she would start to get her masters back for every new album she released with big big machine even though she would own those masters now they would release one of her earlier ones to her if she re-signed with yes because her contract came up because she I, I think it was like it was a per album yeah. contract so it was like a six album contract and then she was done with that also letting people know in case you don't know what it means to own your masters. Like it means that you own your music outright. Yeah. You don't just like, cause you can own publishing rights. So if you, if you're a writer on it, you own publishing rights. You so own you half make, your, yeah. Not. But if you own the masters means just like, I think it's like what uh, Michael Jackson did to, did to the Beatles, Beatles yeah. catalog. So then you can sell the rights to that music to be used in any advertising, to be used in uh, movies, things like that. Well, you license it out, essentially. Yeah. Right. This is what but you get all the money for it. Apparently, Big Machine Records makes 34% of their profits in the last few years have come from Taylor Swift's catalog. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They can ask a lot of money. I mean, when I was doing licensing, when I first moved out here, it was... Uh, Shit, the the Stones were going off off at uh, half a million a side. Yeah, so a million dollars a song. Music almost, makes or maybe it's so two fifty a side, whatever the fuck. Well, and they do it per second too. Uh, I mean, sometimes. Sometimes, usually when you're doing it for a film or a TV show, it's it varies obviously depending on the artist. Like a Taylor Swift now mm-hmm. is worth shitload more than when she first started, mm-hmm. even though she was pretty hot quickly. Uh, but you can get people like we did Degrassi: The Next Generation when uh, Wheelchair Jimmy. Was still on it, <laughs> and we were doing like maybe a thousand aside. We got Natasha Bedingfield for a thousand aside, maybe two two aside for her newest single, and then she went on performed on the show. Mm. And uh, what was the? Oh God, it was like Happy or something, Sunshine Happy, her second single, like her second. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, then there was the Hills song that she yeah. sang. 
but it was a, you know, it's an interesting, because what you're saying is like you pay for mechanical and you pay for publishing. Yeah. So you have the two sides of the deal and usually it's split evenly. Sometimes it's different depending on who's publishing you use. So if someone's, let's say, uh, the mechanical is a little bit, a little bit less than the publishing is because it's covered. So a covered song will come off cheaper because you can get the mechanical side of that cheaper than you would the original version. I see. But you would pay the same for the mechanical that you would then. Mm. So yeah, little tidbits. Yeah. Anyway, back to the gossip. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's important to be informed yeah. so people know like why this is a big bolts. deal. Sure. sure, sure. It's a big deal. Like if you're making that much money off of it, off oh. of somebody else, and mm -hmm. you don't give them a chance to. If, have if it. she didn't own the publishing rights to those songs, she's not seeing any of that money no. either. No. But I believe she does own the publishing rights. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully, if she's been yeah. God. She, she's been writing all of them, yeah. most of them. Um, that's why the lyrics are not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she uh, yeah. So so the big machine records was a big company. And she was under the impression that also that, yeah, so that, that she'd be starting to get these more the longer she stayed with them. They ended up selling Scooter Braun's company, who's the big time manager, sold, bought the record, the entire label, for $300 million. So he now owns all of Taylor Swift's stuff. Oh, no. And it might not have even become as big a story, except that Taylor went on this long, uh, I believe it was on Instagram, rant about um, just about how. She wasn't told about this. Like she didn't. She had no idea. She was undercut. She has had a horrible relationship with Scooter Braun. She said he's just been a bully in the industry forever. Has treated her terribly. She blames him for the Kanye stuff from because that's when Scooter Braun in, was Kanye's manager. She blames him for all that. Right. And so it's been split down the middle now, where you have. Um, so Scooter Braun supporters, Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber. Set posted something defending Scooter Braun because they're super close. Right. Um, uh, Scooter Braun's wife, who's she does something for his company, but she's well known. She's like the president of his. company. Yeah, she went and she went on a long rant mm -hmm. talking about uh, like, like you know, it's how can you call somebody a bully when Taylor Swift is, has a reputation for being a huge bully. It's true. So yeah. like, so this, so Scooter Braun's wife is just just destroyed her through another post being like, no, you're the biggest bully there is. Mm -hmm. And then it just split down sides where a lot of, most, mostly uh, fem women, female pr uh, performers have been siding with Taylor. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been a lot of men, but a lot of them have been saying some things along the lines of, yeah, this is, you know, as an artist, you're losing your life's work to somebody who has never treated you well and this and that. Like Halsey came out mm -hmm. very big in support. Um, uh, just I can't think of any others up the Cara top. Cara Delvey. Yeah, Cara Delvey. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are friendly with. I mean, they're part of Taylor's camp too. Like they're close friends, yeah. but they what they said was very valid. And I think I think her big thing is that she well she walked away from Big Machine Records because she was like I don't want this deal where I have to like feel like I have to earn back my masters yeah. like I shouldn't have to do that. Um, and so she walked away and signed a new deal with Republic. But I think what her thing is like. She never thought that her company, that that company and her masters would be sold to a person that basically she hated so mm -hmm. much. And she did have a lot of animosity towards and had a, and had this contemptuous relationship. And so now to like, like if you think about like your high school nemesis, like everybody out there, think about your high school nemesis. And they would be the last person that you would want to own like all your Instagram photos, let's say. And now that person owns the right to all your Instagram photos. And you're like, motherfucker. Yeah. I don't want, like, what are they going to do with all of my Instagram photos, like, from 2016 previous and all those years? Where, um, and where she also sort of has shot herself in the foot. Not really, but um, her doing this post and this becoming such a huge thing that might have seemed been somewhat unknown. Like, you don't, a lot of people don't follow record company transactions no. like that. But so when all this, this is all broken in the last week or so, uh, sales and listens of her stuff on, on um, iTunes, on at the Amazon has their streaming mm -hmm. service, all of the streaming services. Her, her stuff has been going through the roof, which is just getting Suterbron more money. Right. Like it's, she's basically, the more, she, the more that she brings this out, the better, like he's making money, he's literally making money off of their feud. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, Swifties are a different breed. Swifties in the, in the Bayhive are... Oof. They're they're really they're really rabid. Believers are believers are up there too, mm -hmm. um, and then Directioners. I, I I'm a members of all these groups, by the way. You that's are. why that's how I know them. Are, but are, wait, are you allowed to be? 
Um, well, no, now you have to draw the line. It's, I'm, I'm never a Swifty. I don't like her. Um, she, uh, no, so a lot of the Swifties have been going after, uh, making a point of being like, hey, why are only female artists coming out in support? Like, where are the males? And one in particular is Ed Sheeran. Because she, Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift are like best friends, mm -hmm. and she got, she helped him get his start. He he like opened for her on the 1989 tour, mm -hmm. and like basically he might not exist without her. So people, so the Swifties have been attacking him online, being like, "Why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you saying anything?" And he finally just responded with like, "Guys, I, of course I'm talking with her. I don't." I support her in every way. Why do I need to say it online? Right, and that's the thing. He's like, I've talked. I, he's like, I talk to her like almost every day. How? Why would you think that I'm ignoring this? Right, and that's that's part of the culture now. It's like, oh, if you don't say it publicly, then it doesn't mean anything. Like this whole thing's of like, oh, like oh, are you not friends with somebody because you didn't wish them a happy birthday yeah. on Facebook or on Instagram? No, I fucking called them. Yeah. I think that's better. Like, oh, do you not love, love your mother or your father because you didn't do an Instagram post for the, like, you know, telling the world how much you love them? No, I fucking called them. I actually talked to them. Yeah. Like, this whole thing of like having to publicize your loyalty or your love... I fucking hate it. I hate yeah. it so much. And it and it also translates to the celebrity world too. Well, why aren't you standing up? Why aren't you doing this? Sometimes yeah. sometimes it needs to be public, sometimes it doesn't. And it, like I think it, as long as he's having that conversation with Taylor Swift, fucking fine. Every time there's a tragedy, it's so obvious when celebrities will say like oh, my heart goes out, my heart and prayers goes out to such and such. And it's like, you're just saying that because you're, you, you think people would call you out being like, why, why didn't Justin Bieber say something about that school shooting? Mm -hmm. He must not care. And it's like, no, just, no, you don't have to post something uh, yeah. to care about something. But you do in some people's Wait, lives. So you guys did not wish Tana a happy birthday? Who? No, the billboard. Oh, that's right. J Jake Paul's boo. No. Also, um, Bella Thorne's former boo. Oh, she is. Yeah, yep. that's the one that's the ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. Oh, but yeah. But, um, oh, the, but not to leave this story. Uh, but uh, um, Ariana's kind of really gotten caught in the middle because Scooter Braun is her manager, mm -hmm. so she immediately posted something in defense of him. Then she started getting attacked by all the other female artists and fans, being like, "How are you?" Even though she and she and Taylor Swift, as far as we know, have no connection. They, it's like people think that all celebrities just automatically know each other. Right. It's possible they do. I don't know. But like, but they were saying like, well, why aren't you supporting a woman? Like losing her her life's work, and and so she's just caught in the middle. Also, things are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Like you can't just say like, oh, I'm just going to support any woman because of things. Just like 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 you said, like like she's been known. Like I can have sympathy for her and like think that she should have the right to her masters or she should have like negotiated a better deal or figured something the fuck out. Also, I think that, yes, I've heard that she can be quite a bitch to her friends. Like she does go yeah. through friends pretty quickly and like forming this whole like group of like gal pals, but they seem to like fall apart and come back together pretty like, yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't trust her necessarily as a girlfriend, but I don't care because yeah. I ain't in that camp and I don't want to be. Um, I don't like... But I could support her and say, you know, I think she really should have that, that, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't, I'm not supporting her because she's a woman. And she did say something in her, like the Tumblr post, the Instagram post, like about how hard it is for women. And, and she's not wrong, but I also don't think she's necessarily right in this in, in this yeah. particular instance when it comes to her. Yeah, she's um But I don't live her it's life. A, she it's a good message, she's a horrible messenger because she has undercut so many other women. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yes, exactly because she has. Yeah. It's yeah, everything she said is true. It just should be coming from somebody else. But the the thing that really was odd, not odd, but another twist is that um uh, so she claimed in her, her I don't want to call it a rant because that seems, her post, her post mm -hmm. that um, she hadn't, she was, this all happened with no warning. She was undercut. She, she feels betrayed by Big Machine. Mm -hmm. But the heads of Big Machine were like, or no, the heads of maybe Scooter Braun's company. Somebody's like, no, we told you about this like a week ago. Not to mention the fact her dad is on the board of mm -hmm. Big Machine Records. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't mean he had anything to do with the decision. No, but, but it's like know. you were not out. You cannot. It's it's hard to believe she was out of the loop. Well, one of the things I did here, at least on that point, with being on the board, is that he. 
because they were going to have to like sign an NDA and not talk yeah. about anything. He opted out of that phone call because he didn't want to have to hold anything no, from fair. his daughter. That's so he didn't necessarily know from them, but they have, they've come out, whoever from, there's another guy, Scott something from Big Machine has come out and said, no, we, we, I sent you a text. I let you know that this was happening yeah. the day before anything got let out. So he's like, I, I let you know, there you go. Um, I did do that courtesy, just like you did me a courtesy several months ago when you let me know that you were not going to resign with us. You were going to sign with the Republic. Like, uh, I, yeah. it, I did the same courtesy. I'm actually just surprised she doesn't have her own label by now. Yeah. I know, but that's a lot of money. Uh, yeah, but... I know. I'm... At this point in time, I think you have complete and utter control over your own career that way. Uh, she does have enough money to have that mm -hmm. well yeah i mean i'm sure i mean well look, i don't nobody really knows what her net worth is well she could sell a beach house then uh well yeah i mean she like i saw a list of the most the wealthiest pop stars or musician female musicians it was a list specifically of women right um she was not in the top five and uh number one shockingly rihanna rihanna's oh. worth 600 million dollars madonna's worth Five hundred million. No, I'm sorry. Rihanna is six fifty. Madonna is six hundred million. Celine Dion is about five. Oh, yeah. Beyonce's a lot lower than I thought. Beyonce is around four hundred, which is oh I, I I thought she was closer to, to Jay Z. Jay Z's a billionaire. Now. Oh yeah. I thought that they were close. I mean, they were the super couple anyway. But I thought that I didn't realize their net worth was that far apart. Mm. Not that four hundred million dollars is anything. <laughs> but that being said, so Beyonce's on that list at four hundred, and Taylor's not. Big Machine just sold for three hundred million. Right. Like, I mean, she could. I mean, so I guess she could start a small label and build it up. Right. But she. But and Big Machine is by no stretch a big label, and it's selling for three hundred million. So she might not have the money. Yeah, maybe not. But I mean, that, that's well. When you're buying a label, you're buying everything yeah, that comes yeah, yeah. with it. Mm -hmm. So you're buying the whole catalog. So, so, I mean, you always hear about the stories of, from back in the day, as you were pointing out, of uh, Motown. Yeah. And. Cadillac Records was an example of this, where the owner, I forget, I, the movie with Beyonce and... Uh, Dreamgirls? No, no. no. no it the was, no, yeah, it was about uh, Etta James. Thank you. Um, oh, oh. It was called Cadillac Records. Records. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. he would give them Cadillacs instead of paying them the royalties uh. and have, once again, it, well, a lot of those deals are they own the rights mm -hmm. to the music and wouldn't give it to... The, I mean, the, the fact that the Beatles didn't own the rights to their music yep. is pretty telling. Yes, about mm -hmm. how hard that is. I, I mean, every musician. I think TLC had a story they did. Yeah, like yeah so they, had, they were broke. Yeah. That's that's why you hear these stories about bands, about musicians who go broke. It's because they do not own the rights to their music. Yeah, they don't own the rights to the. They sometimes they don't write the songs fine, but they still don't then don't own the rights to their music. That's how they go broke. That's how they don't have this money because all this money comes from the record label. Yep. To like puff them up and to give this lifestyle and give this image, and that's what the record label is selling. Yeah, there's always a funny joke. What do you call a drummer without a girlfriend? What? Homeless. Uh. They don't write their own music. They just kind of drummers uh. tend to be mm -hmm. for hire, and they just get paid a fee for. Uh, have you met? Have you heard of a name, Phil Collins? They well, ring a bell to you? It does, but initially he wasn't Genesis. He was just yeah. the drummer. Yeah, that's, you know? that's true. Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Get him out. Mine. That man was really out there. I'll he say was. that much. When <laughs> yeah. he, if You've it, seen some of that old stuff of him like coming out of a plant. When His he videos was, were. Well, no, when were, he was in Genesis, he wore a rabbit's head performing. Oh, did he? Yeah, he mass singer, you know, the TV show. Oh. That was Peter Gabriel. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So they were like, okay, you can go do exactly what you say, that the weird shit. Well, no, there was a Genesis. There's, I remember seeing an old Genesis performance with Peter Gabriel, and he literally like comes out of a plant. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Don't I mean, I did, I, do, I did like the like sledgehammer video. And, His uh, videos were always oh, good. Oh, they were so groundbreaking so at the time. Cool, yeah. uh, like Even the, the, Gen the Genesis videos were great. Mm -hmm. Oh. The, the one with the puppet, like the... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that was a TV show back in those days. It uh, was... Um, um, I know the song if I heard it, but I heard yeah. it like... Um, yeah. It's right there. Yeah. But, but yeah, it had the, like Ronald Reagan. It, yeah, they yeah. had like the over like emphasized like lips and nose yeah, yeah, and like yeah. everything. Yeah. It's like world of something. Yeah. World Land of, of Land of Confusion. Ah, Land of it was confusion. close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. I was, was like, Genesis puppets. <laughs> I was like, quickly. What? Uh, super scary. Genesis though. spawned uh, not only Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins, but the other two guys founded Mike and the Mechanics. 
Oh. Who had uh, two big hits with The Living Years and All I Need is a Miracle. All I Need is yeah. a Miracle. Great karaoke song. All I need. Okay. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Don't try to fence me in. I'm not trying to fence you in. No, I'm you just pay, trying you to pay fence those, the licensing. You pay those royalties. Mm-mm. Scooter Braun might have. If I, just, if I just sing a couple no. bars of it, it's okay. Uh, you just made Scooter Braun $10. I assume he holds the <laughs> Mike and the Mechanics master tapes. Uh, do we have a, an employee's pick for the week? Yes, we do. All right. Yes, we do. Because we missed out on last week. We did so. miss out on last week, and the world was less for it. Mm. Was it? Yes. Okay. okay. Steve didn't think so. <laughs> okay, this, and like I said, I'm branching out from ones that nobody's ever heard of to ones that need more love. This week's is 1987's Three O'Clock High. It is a, it is a fantastic 80s movie that most people don't remember because it doesn't have star power, but it's fantastic. The movie takes place over the course of one day in a high school. Um, the, 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 uh, protagonist, the hero of our story, is a very nerdy guy named Jerry Mitchell, who's played by Casey Samasco, who um, hasn't been in a lot of things. I think he's most well-known as uh, he was in Young Guns. He was the head of the Regulators. Mm -hmm. He's the one who actually gives the speech that that Warren G. uses at the beginning of Regulate. Also in Stand By Me. Also, okay, yeah. And The Phantom. Yes, so he he plays this nerdy kid named Jerry Mitchell, who uh, is manager of the school store and writes for the school paper. And on this particular day, a new kid in school whose name is Buddy Ravel is like basically he came – he was – everybody knew about him coming before he had arrived because he was famous for – he was in, he came straight from like going to school at Juvie to this high school. So every, like there were rumors about that he killed a kid. That's why he was in Juvie. So everybody was terrified of him. That's kind of like uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. Yeah, except that that, Except in this yeah. sense that there were – Terrif- like in yes, very yeah. similar. But this guy, Buddy Ravel, is huge, wore a leather jacket, and was uh, the thing that everybody knew about him is the he hates to be touched. And over so Jerry in, in, in introducing himself in the men's room after they wash their hands, Jerry kind of taps him on the shoulder, just saying it's nice to meet you. And that's when Buddy Ravel challenges him to a fight. Oh. And he says, You and me after school, three o'clock. Um, so basically Jerry is tiny, and Buddy Ravel is huge, and the guy who played Buddy Ravel, um, Richard Tyson, was also the bad guy in Kindergarten Cop. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. ter- uh, Cullen Crisp with the ponytail. Uh, so basically the entire movie is Jerry trying to get out of having to get in this fight. Like he does everything from trying to leave, leave the campus, which he can't because it's a closed campus, the security guards won't let him, to him stealing money out of the cash register of the school store to pay football players to fight in his place. <laughs> and, and, and every time he, he tries to get out of it to pl- beg and plead, the only thing that Buddy Ravel ever says is, you and me, three o'clock. That's and the only thing he says? Pretty much. He has very few lines in the entire movie. Um, and he's terrifying. Uh, and I actually met him at Barney's several years ago. Ah! He is, uh, he was, the, what made me think of this movie is Richard Tyson, the guy, Buddy Ravel, was recently arrested in Alabama for right. public uh, intoxication. Yes. Uh, has a bit of a drinking problem, and I know this from me meeting him at Barney's, <laughs> because I met him sitting at the bar on like a Tuesday afternoon, and he was wasted, um, which most people that are sitting at a bar on a Tuesday afternoon jet tend to be. Especially uh, at Barney's. I won't explain why I was there. Getting wasted. No, I was not actually. Not yet. I, I was. I arrived at two p.m. Anyway, I was a friend and I who both knew the movie very well. He, we sat down next to him, and he was drawing in a notebook this Buddy Ravel character, and we brought up that we were fans of the movie. And then he just, he's kind of just stumbling, looks at us. He, he takes his pen, breaks it in half with one hand, and just says the line to us. He's like, "You and me." Three o'clock, and we were like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" Because <laughs> um, he looked, he was as intimidating as he is in the movie. Now, right after that, he told us a joke that um, both the setup and punchline had the N word. So oh. that took some luster off of us being excited. We were like, "Oh, well, he is dear. from Alabama, apparently." Yeah, we we're like, "Oh dear, well, it was a pleasure to meet you and let her excuse ourselves." Mm. But yes, I highly recommend it. I I don't think I own it, but. Yes, very good movie. I'll check out and see if it's on YouTube. If so, yes. I'll I'll put the link on the uh, the good old IG. But yeah, so that's obviously there's no other bigger names in that. No, there weren't. Than, I, well, there's uh, what's his face? I think it might be canceled then. Uh, if we and if we look at it, uh, what's his face? 
uh, Jeffrey Tanbaum, Tanbor. Oh yeah, yeah, he was the principal. And Phil Baker Hall. Phil, ba- oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one was the head, like head of security. One was the something like that. Yeah, they yeah. were teachers. You're absolutely right there. Although Jeffrey Tanbor has been canceled. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah. oh. Well, um, I don't know. And after that joke, uh, yeah, we, Richard okay. Tyson. Well, hopefully, I haven't opened up Casey Zamasco to any sort of um, his, his past. He was sweet and and young guns. But he was, yeah, he was. Yardley Smith. She was in it. Oh, she, she was. was she was in it. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, that's that. Yeah. Well done, guys. Thank Pulled you. it together out of nowhere. Out of always. Ooh, Mitch, Mitch, Pelagi, Pelagi, whatever from. Uh, X-Files was in this, too. There you go. Oh, okay. Didn't, a show I didn't really watch. There you go. So I, I retract my earlier statement. Well, I still... I maintain not huge stars, but they're no... Pete Raff faces you'll recognize. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, enjoy. Oh, we, we, we're, we're, we've been listening over the music now. That's fine. Okay. Awesome. Can, yeah. Still let us Ooh, go. Paul Feig plays the hall monitor. Okay, on that note... Mm. <laughs>